0: Hey, I'm Tanner Buchanan, a.k.a. Robbie from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to The Man Cave Chronicles.
1: Welcome to another episode of The Man Cave Chronicles.
0: Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, it's it. It's
1: it. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the man cave. Your host, Elias.
2: Tanner, welcome to the cave. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, what's going on, man? What's new with you? Um, I'd like to say a lot, but not much.
0: I mean, besides, you know, the great news of getting picked up for a season three of Cobra Kai.
2: I know. Congrat- <laughs> congratulations on that, by the way.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> it.
2: So um, you've been busy, man, for the last 10 years or so. You've had uh, various TV roles you know in d- different shows designated survivor fosters fuller house girl meets world i, mean, I keep going with this list but i want to listen to- <laughs> and of course you know cobra kai but uh, i want the uh the fans then to get to know you a little bit better uh, where are you originally from
0: i'm actually originally from a small town in northwest ohio um it's called ottawa but uh it's kind of a town within a town there's two towns but so they kinda call it Ottawa Glandorf. Um, but I'm I'm from a small town, it's like ten to fifteen thousand people. Um it's a German Catholic community. Uh very and uh and sports. But uh, you know, I kinda grew up there not wanting to do the whole sporty thing. I I, I actually wanted to dance. So okay. <laughs> I grew up tap. I grew up tap dancing in a,
2: in a town full of football players. Uh, how was it growing up in that town?
0: It was great. I mean, I when I still go back uh, whenever I can. And I actually, all the friends I had when I left are still my friends to this day. That's great. <laughs> so I just, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm back in town. They're like, cool. Come on over. We're hanging out doing something you know they're always hanging out doing something so i just kind of hit them up when i when i get back in town
2: yeah so other than dancing what else were you into as a kid growing up
0: um definitely guitar uh i still play guitar to this day as well uh i actually started when i was around the age of four um and then i say i wasn't into sports but i still I still had to do the sport thing, you know? Yeah. You have to follow your friends doing the sport thing somewhat. So um, I played soccer for a very long time and uh, was actually my plan to become a professional soccer player before
3: I decided
0: I wanted to be an actor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I had this whole plan. I was going to, when I was 12, we knew people over in England that were kind of soccer coaches and I was going to go over there when I was 12 and I was going to train there and trying to get a contract by the age of 16, start playing professionally. <laughs> I had it all mapped out.
2: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that, uh, you know, when we're kids dreaming of stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, okay, so what made you get into tap dancing?
0: Actually, um, I, I grew up the only child. Okay. Um, and I'm very close with my cousins. There's four of them. Um, the oldest three are all girls so i've been surrounded by women most of my life okay um and they were dancers and i because i was so close with them and wanted to do what they were doing i just wanted to dance and be like them so i got into dance classes from there and um i just ended up really really liking it so i just kept doing it and um I competed in dance for many, many years. Wow. When I first came out to L.A., uh, I the first thing, one of the first things I did was find um, dance, and I actually competed out here a few times okay. <laughs> until I became too busy. Um, and I, I still dance to this day, but not as much. I just take classes here and
2: there. Okay. So uh, when you were a kid, like uh, what made you Decide one day, you know, I want to get into acting.
0: It was actually, I went to this, I want to say it was kind of like a convention. It's called IMTA. Okay. And I went for dancing, actually. I danced there. I got runner-up in the competition. And there was agents and managers there. And they're like, have you ever tried Acting or thought about acting because I had a very I had a very like commercial quirky look with glasses and my teeth were huge <laughs> yeah <laughs> giant buck teeth um and I was kind of like well no and uh, but it kind of sounds fun um, I would like to try that out and then my parents my mom wasn't happy at her job um, and my dad said hey. You know what? He says he really wants to try it. Why don't you quit your job, go out to California for six months? I'll work, and we'll figure it out, and just see if he likes it. And um, six months just just turned to ten and a half years. Wow. <laughs> we just <Wow>. never left. <laughs> how, how old were you?
2: How old were you?
0: I was. I was just. I was just. Uh, About to turn 10 So about nine and a half.
2: So while you So when you're When you packed your bags With your mom And you went to California Were you still going to school Out there While you were pursuing this
0: Well We had talked to my school In You know Small town Ohio Where No one had ever Really heard of anything Like that They're like What do you mean (laughs) So we tried to talk to them To see if I could stay In the program Or whatever But it didn't really work out So I found and on I just did online homeschooling and when I because I figured that would we figured that would be the best way to go about it considering that we knew there was going to be auditions and my and my schedules were going to be all kinds of messed up um so we just tried the online home homeschooling thing and then <laughs> I guess my mom and dad figured if I didn't like it after six months, we'd just go back to Ohio and enroll back into the next year when we got back. <laughs> um, but I just, like I said, I, we just never left. Yeah. Who, so who, I just kept going.
2: Who would want to move back once they move to California?
0: Well, uh, I think <laughs> it depends on your personality. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, It's definitely... It's definitely different out here, but I can't. I, I feel like I don't belong anywhere else. This is definitely where I belong. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it just fits me.
2: So you, so you moved to California. What was? Uh, did you start taking acting classes? Uh,
0: actually, when I first moved out here, I was just. I didn't know what I was doing. Okay, I was just going and and commercial just You know, I I I got a commercial agent right away, and. She just started sending me out, and I just I just kind of started going and just did what they told me to do in the room. Wow. You know, it was yeah. a lot of... Because I was younger, they're like, be surprised, that's surprised, that's happy. You know, it's a lot of that age when you're going to the commercial auditions. It's it's a lot of the
2: facial expressions. So pretty much they just threw you, like said, they threw you right in the lines, pretty much.
0: Yeah, they were like, you have an audition. I was like, oh, okay, I'll go do it. But then... Yeah, within the first, I think, three months I was here, I I booked three national commercials back-to-back, which is very unheard of.
2: What were the commercials?
0: Oh, I know one was... I can't remember the other two, but I know the very first commercial I ever booked was an Acura commercial. Okay. It was an Acura Christmas commercial. And all I had to do... Was come around the corner and ride a bike <laughs> in my pajamas because I got a fight Christmas morning, and I come up and pop up I popped up on the screen for a second, and that was the entire thing. Wow, that was it. <laughs> um, but you know that was my first experience, and I thought it was I, I kind of loved it on set, so wow. I just kept trying to get more and more and more and more and more.
2: What What was uh, your first gig for like a a role for the uh, TV show?
0: I actually think the first, the first one would would have been Modern Family.
3: Okay.
0: Um, I you know before that I had tried to do multiple. At that point I was in acting classes, you know, trying to get better because by all means I know def- there's some people that are just naturals. You know, you can look at some of the <laughs> the A-list actors that are you know they've never taken an acting class or they just have this natural ability and I definitely know that's, that's not me. (laughs) I've had to work, I've had to work very, very, very hard, um, to progress my, my skill. Um, but it was, that was, that was a fun one because that was my first experience on, I would say a true like TV, set and I got to see how a lot of things worked and how things moved on sets and the funny thing is too that was my first experience but uh, Rico Rodriguez who played Manny yeah. um, he was actually in the same acting class I was before he had booked Modern Family Okay. so I knew his I knew him and his sister and his family and then when we kind of lost touch a little bit when they got the show because you know he had it's a a lot of work yeah um but it was it was funny because it seemed as though it felt more comfortable knowing that i knew someone who was getting into the business and and succeeding you know so it was like oh i can do this too oh i can do that i'll figure (laughs) it out you know yeah
2: how was it uh being on designated survivor
0: I mean, it was it was a great set. I mean, considering the only thing is that that set we move very very fast on. You know, you're you're the first two seasons you're getting 22 episodes, okay. and shooting 22 episodes that are an hour long, and in a seven to eight month period, it's a lot of work. You know, so really, it's a lot of fun. You know, everyone's extremely nice. I get along with everyone, but you come in and from the second you're there to just about the second the day's over, you know, it's all about work and getting it done and, and making the best work as possible,
3: Yeah,
0: That's... which is still great. But, you know, you have your times where you can goof around, you know, yeah. we have lunch. You know, <laughs> you have we have the end of the day. There you can you, you can make you can make jokes. You can make conversations when cameras are getting set up and stuff. Yeah. But no, they're very they're very methodical. They're they're very good at getting everything done. That's great. So it's it was a great
2: experience. What out of all like all the TV shows you've done so far, other than the Colbert what's been your favorite? Uh,
0: now you've put me on the spot because. <laughs> I would say about every experience has been the same, right?
3: Yeah.
0: I've always had the same experience, uh, not the same experience, but I've learned a lot on each, on each set. Okay. As I was growing, there would be new things that I learned, new things that I notice. So really out of all the sets that I've been on or all the shows, every single one kind of compares. I can't really pick one. However, even though you say, besides Cobra Kai, I keep telling everybody Cobra Kai is, you know, the the show, the best set I've ever been on. Okay. And that's because, I mean, Designated Survivor, you know, I was I was a series regular for the first 13, but then the back nine, they, they said, hey, we're not going to focus on the family as much. Let's go to reoccurring. Okay. And I said, okay, you know, that's fine. Yeah. You know, who cares that I I can do other stuff as well. You know, yeah. it didn't bother me because that's the way the business goes. Um, but Cobra Kai being on there, everyone's such so extremely nice. And it really is like a family, you know, and, and being on a set, you know, longer than I should say just one year you know now we're going into our third year we yeah. we really know each other now we really know how each other's works we we know each other's we do where we live we hang out you know it's just very nice that when i do leave la and i am away from my family it's almost as if i'm going to a second family That's you awesome. know so it's it's very nice to look forward to yeah.
2: All right, so let's talk about Cobra Kai. You play Robbie Lawrence. How were you approached for this role? And tell us about the audition. Actually, it was it was just kind of like a
0: normal process. I was um, got an audition. I said Cobra Kai. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I was like. Oh yes. Okay. As I read on it, I was like, I got it. Okay. Continuation of the karate kid. Got it. Yeah. I can do this. Um, went in, I kind of knew the casting directors. So they were like, Hey, uh, why don't you do it this way and this way and this way? And I was like, okay, cool. I took their, uh, direction. And then I want to say like a week and a half later or two weeks or something. I know. It had to be less than a week and a half, because this this process actually moved very fast. Um, I got a call that I was going to do a chemistry read with Billy. Okay. Or William, William Zappa, which was, I was like, wow, okay, we're jumping to that step already. That's super fast, because usually in acting, you know, you have an audition, you have a callback, then you see producers, yeah, then possibly a director, and then a chemistry read. And then possibly another call, but you know, there's a, there's a very long process to it, but this one, they're just jumping right to it. And I said, awesome. That's I'll, uh, I'll be there. I went in, I saw me and Billy's chemistry was great. Um, Ralph was also there and I got to talk with him. They kind of recorded, I think, to just see how everyone got along. They want to see my chemistry with Ralph. But obviously, at the time, I didn't know what they were doing. Now I know what they were doing, considering, you know, most of my stuff is with Ralph. (laughs) Um, But then after that, I actually had to go to Toronto to shoot an episode of Designated Survivor. And I got the call that I was going to go to testing. And they're like, and I was like, well, I can't be there. They're like, it's fine they said, they'll just show your tape. They got, they got your tape. It'll be good. I said, awesome. Uh, they showed my tape the next day. And then I think the day after that I got the call from Josh, John Hayden at writers that I got the part. I was extremely excited. And then they said, have you seen the karate kid? <laughs> and I said, it's been a very long time ago. They said, okay, well, there's a lot of references. Your job now, before you come here, is to watch the Karate Kid one and two. I said, "Got it, I can do that."
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I think
0: that day, I think I sat down and watched the Karate Kid one and two. Yeah,
2: we're uh, what was it? We actually like, some of your friends, or even like your parents, you know, where they knew what the Karate Kid is, and they're like, "Oh my god, you're going to be in this."
0: I think <clears throat> I think my mom was actually very excited. Uh My mom actually grew up in the 80s. Okay. Uh, she was actually a second degree black belt in karate. Oh. I can't remember what, what, uh, what form of karate, but she, she, she grew up in that era with karate and, and, uh, you know, Boston and all, all the white snake. Yeah. So, I think she was definitely excited. <laughs> um, I, <coughs> sorry, each season I've kind of kept it a secret not given her the scripts they told her what's going on and it's funny to see her when she watches the show how she notices like oh my god that's oh that was the best that was a great song you know oh my god i remember when that was that <laughs> was a thing or that was <laughs> it's just yeah. funny to watch mm-hmm. you know so, so um, <laughs> that's great
2: so like so when you went back and you watched the original karate kids before you went to shoot What were your thoughts about that after watching the movies again?
0: Well, it's interesting because, you know, I tell a lot of people, you know, the Karate Kid is very good guy, bad guy. It's one sided. You know, you're rooting for one guy. You hate the other one. So I think it's absolutely a fantastic movie. It's, It's truly like one of the best movies of all time. The writing, the the camera work, especially for you know having to be in the '80s, but I would say Cobra Kai is equally as good, but just in a different way. Yeah,
2: I agree. You know,
0: people could people could dispute one's better than the other. I don't think they are. I think they're just different.
2: They're different. They're
0: equally as good in a different way, because Cobra Kai is all about having this story of a guy you know who's not had the best life and is trying to get out of that gutter and take the right path that he knows he hasn't taken probably his most of his life but not only that you're incorporating everyone that he's had to deal with his entire life and yes he's going to make some bad choices yes he's going to make some good choices yeah and guess what the other characters are gonna make choices that you like and choices that you don't because this show's not all about having a hero and having a villain it's about having everyone be a human being and have everyone be as relatable as possible because there's going to be moments in this series where you're going to relate to johnny you're going to relate to daniel yeah. even like the younger generation or even anyone who's who grew up with the karate kid might be like, relate to Miguel and be like, oh my gosh, you know what? I remember when I was a teenager and I was going through that or even teenagers now, I'm like, you know, that happened to me last week. (laughs) So I think Josh, John and Hayden did do an amazing job of just bringing the karate kid back, but doing it in a different way. That's equally enjoyable.
2: So you play Robbie. How would you describe him?
0: Well, I would say Robbie is the bad boy. However, he has this front because he truly deep down is a good kid. I just think he's been lost in life with Johnny not being there as a father and his mom not being there as a mother really at all. So he's gone down the wrong path, but I would say that Daniel has been the greatest thing that's ever happened to him because it's shown him the right path. You know, Robbie's been down that wrong path. He's not been the best kid, but Daniel's kind of taken him out of the situation that I feel Johnny was in and the original karate kid and said, Hey, don't do this, this isn't the right way. So in the first season, I'd say Robbie is this rebellious teen. He doesn't want anything to do with his dad. He's super angry at the world in general. But over the course, by the time he gets to the end, he's starting to learn that if you're angry, nothing's going to work out for you. If you hang out with these kids, nothing's going to work out for you. We need to be more peaceful and balanced in life in order to kind of get somewhere. And then jumping into season two, you know, Robbie is in that balanced world a little bit more. And even though he is a good kid, you know, for most of his life, he's grown up with these bad influences. So he still has that tendency to kind of cross that line every once in a while so uh, it's it's interesting i think i think robbie overall is just a really good kid who's trying to find his way in the world and with no guidance for most of his life sometimes he doesn't know which way to go
2: and i agree with what we said earlier about you know you have your villain you have your good guy from the original karate kid and now it's like it's kind of how the tables have turned and you know I'm older, and I'm like I'm rooting for Johnny to get bit. I'm rooting for your character to do good. And then you're, yeah. then you're looking at Daniel, and you're like, okay, I get his point of views also. But to, so it's like you're rooting for everybody in this.
0: Yeah, they definitely even there. There may be even even crease this season. Sorry for anybody's not that's not seen it. Yeah, <laughs> but. You know, Chris the season, he comes back, and you're like, "Wow, this this guy's a huge jerk. Why are you going to let him back in?" Yeah. But then there's an episode where you see and you're like, "Oh my God, he's vulnerable." And you really fall for him. Yeah. You know, you feel for him, even though you find out later on he's he's not telling the truth. He is in a way. Yes, he is, but he's doing it to be villainous and take over what Johnny has. But, you know, you still had that moment, even for one episode, that you absolutely felt for that guy, you know?
2: I agree. So, for training for, like, martial arts, did you have any training before you started shooting, or did you start training right away?
0: Well, I know a lot of people, a lot of kids, especially from the ages, like, 10 to 12, you know, they always seem to do, like, taekwondo or something. So, obviously... Being in California, (laughs) not growing up around martial arts. (laughs) There was a taekwondo studio just down the street, and I thought, why not? So I took it for a couple years Um, and then had to quit because I got too busy. And then when I actually shot Designated Survivor and I was up in Toronto, I had a lot of downtime. So there was this Muay Thai gym, and I ended up taking Muay Thai for the eight months that I was up there. And then literally, I think four months later is when I started going out for Cobra Kai and got that and got the role as Robbie. So I did have some background in martial arts with Muay Thai. And then when we got there the first season, because we were trying to figure out our groove, we didn't get to rehearse as much and learn as much martial arts. definitely towards the end of shooting we were doing a lot more considering that the tournament was there. However, the second season I mean we started we started training a month, month and a half out, three times a week, probably for three or four hours. And then when we got there for it's like two to four weeks, I really this season was we, we moved fast on this season. We had a lot to get done. Yeah. So for like two to four weeks, we were training just about every day. Wow. I want to say two to three hours. And then finally, when we were getting later in the season, you know, our schedules were getting a little bit crazy. We didn't get a train every day. But, you know, any time we got, we would take advantage of, even if it was on the weekends and we could do as much as possible. Yeah. We just we were doing it as as much as we possibly could.
2: So it, in season two, I forget what episode it is when you and Mary are on the little pond there in Miyagi's house. Yeah, how...
0: that is that is episode two. Okay, we're on the the, the balance board. I mean, yeah. we did it
2: multiple times. Yeah, how like tell us a little bit about that.
0: Well, it's actually interesting because. Uh, Hito Coda and Janelle Kirffman, our stunt coordinators, They, we knew by the time we got there we were going to have this. And we were kind of, uh, me and Mary were kind of talking to Hito and we're like, um, so, you know, it says we're not looking at each other. Uh, how, how is that going to work? Yeah. And he's like, um, you're going to learn it and not look at each other? We're like. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't, I mean, Tanner and Mary, myself and Mary, were very. we were very skeptical of how it was even going to work, just like <laughs> Rocky and Sam were. Um, but, you know, we actually we trained it every day. We actually trained on our off times, even if we were shooting a day and we both had free time in the evening. We'd be like, hey, uh, this is coming up can we run it real quick? And, you know, I go over to her apartment and her gym and we'd run it and go through it, you know, for about an hour or something. And we actually, it it was, it's not seen in the episode as much, but we were running that all day. We were getting it as clean as possible. And actually by the time we, it was time to go, we were, on time perfectly in sync no matter what we were doing it was it was actually really really cool how uh it worked just in general Hmm. because we actually were in sync there was no there was no camera work or anything it was just really hard work to just get it done
2: Hmm. how like so how would you describe your chemistry with uh with mary aka sam (laughs) <laughs> well, I think
0: from the first season, me and Mary got along extremely well. Uh, we're actually, I don't think anybody else is on the set. The first thing that we, we bonded over was metal music. <laughs> we're both metalheads. Really? I had her on
2: the <laughs> show. She never mentioned anything about that. I don't see her as a metalhead.
0: Yeah, no. I. A lot of people wouldn't expect that i'm a metalhead or mary you know uh but you know i actually used to be in a progressive death metal band (laughs) so i i'm very much into metal music so that's kind of what we bonded over uh this the first season getting to know each other but considering our shooting schedules you know we didn't get to hang out a lot i didn't get to hang out too much with the other cast because when they weren't shooting, I was shooting. And when I wasn't shooting, they were shooting. Yeah. Um, but this season, I mean, we've had <clears> – <throat> Mary's one of my best friends now. We have a great time. You know, we work all day together, but still on the weekends we're like, hey, do you want to go do something? And we're both like, yeah, let's go do something. You know, we'll go to Dave & Buster's or we'll just go get something to eat or, you know, we'll ask the other guys to come along with us, you know jacob or sholo yeah. or hannah or nicole just gianni whoever's around you know we all kind of try to hang out as much as possible that's great
2: yeah i mean i see and it, it's, it it's, i see it on social media all the fun. time you guys are like just yeah like a family like you mentioned earlier yeah
0: yeah and you say like chemistry with mary we actually i think we actually hung out last week we just try to. We just shot a video for her YouTube channel. I,
2: I saw that. I, I haven't fun. watched it yet, but I saw it.
0: I've not. I've not watched it either yet. Either <laughs> I, I've been busy today. I keep meaning to watch it and post something about it. That way, people go watch it. But I've not even
2: watched it today. Uh, if if the, if the if the if the both of these dojos were real in real life, which one would you want to join and why?
3: Oh.
2: I want to say if
0: both dojos were real and it was Tanner choosing, I think I'd probably definitely go with Cobra Kai (laughs) (laughs) because me personally, I'm I'm a very patient person, actually. I'm very patient. I don't like confrontation. So I feel like if I was ever put in a situation where I needed to have confrontation, I wouldn't where there probably maybe was fighting i don't know how i would react
3: okay.
0: and i think i want to be able to react uh so i don't get beat up so i'd probably i'd probably pick cobra kai for that one because <laughs> yeah. i feel like you with know, do there's a lot of there's a lot of lessons you have to go through first yeah. in order to be able not to get beat up
2: yeah. <laughs> uh how does it feel like now you, you know you play the son of like johnny lawrence I mean, to me, it's very, it's a very fun
0: character because Robbie is the character that's been in everybody's life. Yeah. You know, there's not, that's why I feel so grateful because I, my character is literally in every, every single person in the universe and the Karate Kid Universe, I'm in their life. You know, except for Crease. You know, I'm not with yeah. Crease yet. However, I have the... It's just... It's crazy to me how... When really sitting back, I'm like... Wow, being Johnny's son, Robbie, has been a crazy journey. Especially with the way season two ends. Um, I mean, now... There's endless, endless. I want to see possibilities. Yeah. Of where, of where Robbie could go. You know, is he gonna go back with Daniel? Will he go over to Johnny's side? Will, you know, will he end up finding a friend in Miguel? Will he go and try and get back with Sam? Will Robbie and Miguel still hate each other because? They both want to be with Sam. Will Robbie just up and, you know, there's so many, there's so many options.
2: Yeah. Where do you want to see your, where do you want to see your character go in season three?
0: I mean, to me, there's, well, when season two ended, I was, very lost, because I was like, how are... <laughs> I, kept, I kept asking Josh, John, and Hayden, our writers, you know, um, you know, Robbie does this kick at the last minute out of anger, but he doesn't know that Miguel is going to go over the railing, yeah, right? And they're like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, but it'll be an accident, right? And they're like, yeah, for sure. And they were just so nonchalant about it. But I'm like, but I'm very... I, I like this character. I don't want people to hate him because I want people to know, you know, Robbie's not a bad guy. Yeah. He wasn't just going, he wasn't trying to kick Miguel over that railing. It was just an act of anger and the railing just happened to be there and Miguel just happened to go over it because Robbie kicked him too hard. You know, so coming into season three, there's a lot of, a lot of making up that Robbie has to do in order to get back in everybody's lives. Yeah. You know, like I said, Robbie is the one character who has been in everybody's lives in this Karate Kid universe. But now that he has made this choice and accidentally kicked Miguel over the, over the railing, now Robbie has to make it up to everyone. Not just a couple people. He has to make it up to everyone. So really, I I have no clue where Robbie will go, what he will do. I just kind of hope that he redeems himself and is forgiven, if not, obviously probably not all the way, but forgiven somewhat by the people who have impacted him most in his life, then that's all i can ask for
2: yeah well i hope you, you get, know
0: however i, I hope will. you get that <laughs> yeah, me too i'm gonna go see the, i'm gonna go see the writers here in a couple of weeks because i know they just got into the writers room so i'm gonna go see them in a couple of weeks and be like hey so what's
2: uh what's going on <laughs> really? what's ravi yeah. what's Robbie doing <laughs> so on your on your downtime uh what do you like doing when you're not working well it's,
0: it's funny because i I like to, I, I don't have very many friends. <laughs> the friends I do have are very close knit, you know, and, and I do stuff with them every once in a while, but I'm kind of like a homebody. Um, so actually, I I actually really like to play music. Like I said, I, I've been playing guitar since I've been around four years old. Mm-hmm. So I actually play and write a lot of music. Um. I also actually, (laughs) I, from episode eight, you know, the roller skating episode. um, I actually grew up roller skating too, because growing up in small town, Ohio, you had two options. You could go bowling or you could go roller skating. (laughs) And I roller skated a lot. We went to that eighth episode and I was so excited to roller skate. I think all of us went roller skating a few times before the episode. And I loved it so much. I ended up buying my own pair of roller skates oh, wow. <laughs> while I was in Atlanta. <laughs> and now <laughs> I like to do that a lot. I like to take my dog on a walk or just roller skate around. So I find myself doing that in my free time as well. Really? Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm a very artsy person. So I I'll I'll sit down and play guitar for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And hours. Yeah.
2: There's not, um, there's nothing wrong with that, but having, you know, just a few close friends and, you know, and then, you know, you're, like, yeah. personal. Because you, you feel more relaxed that way sometimes, too.
0: Yeah. Sometimes I feel like when you have a big friend group, you know, at, at that point, you know, you're going and hanging out with a lot of people, which is really nice.
3: Yeah.
0: You know, at least you're having fun. But at some point, just me personally, I get burnt out. I'm like, I just need to, I need to be home in my room. Just playing guitar by myself, alone, <laughs> you know, for a
2: few hours at least. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you have any other future projects uh, that are coming up that you could talk about? I I actually just
0: uh, finished uh, a couple movies. Uh, one is called Max Winslow in the House of Secrets. Uh, Chad Michael Murray. Okay. Who's been in a Cinderella story, you know, Freaky Friday, and now he's just in Riverdale.
3: Yeah.
0: He was actually in the movie. So uh, after that, I had another movie called The Hyperions. Um, and I – it's – Carrie Elways was in it. He was in The Princess Bride. All
2: right.
0: Um, and then I just did another movie – Down in florida uh i don't know if i can talk about that one quite yet and i actually have an ex like one i'm extremely excited about that's actually coming up here in july that i'll actually shoot july to august before i go back for season three of cobra kai but i definitely know i can't talk about that one yet because i've i've talked to the director a little bit, and we kind of figure figure it out, what we can give away, what we can't, and um, so I'm hopefully I can talk about that one here in the next month or so because it's something I've loved forever that most people want to guess, and it, it's uh, it's gonna bring it, it's it's just gonna be absolutely insane to introduce what they're introducing back in
2: that's great
0: so it's going to be really fun
2: (laughs) Uh, lastly how can the listeners find you on social media
0: well i know i'm 20 and i'm supposed to be all over social media and be super good at electronics but that's not me (laughs) <laughs> i'm like an 80 year old man i don't know how to work social media that well so i'm just on instagram all right <laughs> uh and i think my uh think my my username is tanner buchanan official i believe <laughs>
2: all right tanner this was yeah. fun let's get you back on uh, after uh season three ends
0: Yeah, I'd absolutely love to come back on. It was fun. Had a great time.